Welcome back to another Untitled TV review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside, he's allergic to tomatoes, but he's tomato meter approved, Eric Marchand. Matt, I think the word you're looking for is content. Yes, or Untitled Karate Review. Yes, that too. <laughs> I'll take that. that. Too. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should retitle it that. Yes, today we are reviewing season three of Cobra Kai on Netflix, which is going to be released on New Year's Day, January 1st, 2021. So hopefully a better start to the next year than we had this year. But, but Matt, um, yeah, Happy we New usually, Year. I mean, yeah, Happy New Year to you too. Well, not really technically. Are you yet, missing but, I mean, 2020? It, are, are you having well, fond te- memories technically, of it? As you guys, as we're releasing this, it's still New Year's Eve. So I hope everyone has a great New Year's Eve. Even stay inside, play some board games, watch whatever, whatever New Year's, thing they're doing on tv i don't even know what it's going to be this year but um no yeah man it's i'm I'm glad to get this year over with much like uh, everyone else and um i think this is a fun way to start the start the new year i mean netflix announced uh you know just this week that they are pushing up cobra kai season three to january 1st which i think is a nice little you know present to start the new year so i'm glad that we got through this shit and um my new love my new discovery which is not really a discovery people have been saying it for a couple years now that cobra kai was a lot of fun and really good uh we got to watch season three before it uh releases and we're doing a review on it we don't usually do stuff like this but i think uh, something like Cobra Kai, much like w- what we've done with Watchmen and other things like that. And certain TV, I feel like whether it usually just comes down to if we're really into it and watch it. But I think this being a sequel to the Karate Kid films, I feel like still kind of makes sense for something we would cover. Um, so recently um, we discussed this. You guys should definitely go check out our spoiler cast of season one and two of uh, Cobra Kai, which is available right now on this channel. You guys can go back and watch that. Eric and I talk about for an hour and a half, you know, our, our history with the karate kid franchise, as well as our thoughts on season one and two. And then uh, I became obsessed with it. And I was like, we have to review season three. Uh, So Eric and I got our hands on it. And we're going to do a spoiler free review of season three of Cobra Kai right now. So uh, there are things that we are actually not allowed to talk about that are in our embargo, which we will not talk about. So we'll touch upon some stuff that's obviously in the trailers and, 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 you know, basic kind of aftermath of season two stuff. Uh, but we're not going to spoil any of the major, you know, twists or turns or plot beats or, or anything like that. So uh, you're pretty safe if you want to listen to this before the season. And then Eric and I plan on doing uh, probably another spoiler cast just because like there are some things that I, I want to talk more about in detail, uh, probably, you know, in a week or so or something like that. But Eric, how's uh, your end of your year? It's good. It's good. And, and, and to further kind of, you know, talk about why we're kind of covering this as well. I mean, this is in a way a fast and furious placeholder, you know, so yeah. Really so if is. you, yeah. if you want something that's dumb and fun, but also kind of addictive to watch, Cobra about, like, relationships is yeah. truly, you know, that, that, it's replacing that, you know, that little, you know, niche that we have for fast yeah. and furious, you know, and, and that is kind of the, 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 summation of this series is that it's addictive television. It's not necessarily, you know, masterful in, in the, the way that Watchmen, I think, television. Watchmen yeah. is, but yeah. it's, highly addictive highly entertaining and just again just watchable like it's so easy to watch but also it's it's strange because like a lot of it 
while I enjoy the show, it's it's so kind of disposable that it kind of evaporates soon afterwards. Where like I don't usually forget a lot about you know film and television that I watch, but this I find that's like I'm in the moment, I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm pumped up. The adrenaline is is running. I'm listening to '80s music. I love it. You know, um, but then shortly afterwards, it's kind of like that that rush is kind of gone, and I start to kind of plateau out a little bit. I don't know how you feel. I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think I'm more into it than you are, and have probably thought about it more and obsessed over it more, and like really got into the relationships and different things like that. But my, I agree with you, and like uh, much like I think the Fast and Furious. Uh, comparisons are 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 valid and i i feel the same about that franchise where obviously i really love it It, it's ridiculous it's a lot of fun while you watch it um i think the character beats and the emotional moments work really really well and i do think about them but like um yeah it is popcorn entertainment like i don't i agree with you it's not prestige television but i i like it just as much as i love like a vapid mindless blockbuster sometimes too right like i still think that there is huge entertainment value and, and 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 i think you can go deeper into it if you want it just depends on you know how into that universe that they build out uh you are and i so i think i could go either way i think i'm super into it i really am invested in the characters and like their relationships and things like that but i agree with you that like it's not necessarily um uh gonna win you know uh, an emmy or or even be thought about outside of the people who care just like the fast and furious movies right like the people who care care a lot and you get excited for the next movie but i'm not like you know in between fast and furious movies i'm not looking into the lore and the backstories and things like that i'm just excited for the next one and like you said it's just so easy to watch like i sat and watched this season season three in literally one sitting and i never binge shows like it's it's they're 25 to 35 minute episodes there's one that usually. is 40 minutes and, in this season though yeah um yeah they oddly i think most short shows like that like mandalorian was the same where they'll have that odd episode that needs to be 40 some minutes because there's a lot packed in there but um it's just such a breezy easy fun watch and i think that i think sometimes that's just as perfectly valid as something that's you know quote unquote important and like yes maybe it fades from your mind pretty quickly but i guarantee you when season four rolls around you'll get excited before it comes out because you'll go oh there's an easy four hours that i can just kind of you know shut off my brain still care about the people that are in the show and and what's happening and even if it's silly or ridiculous like you just i i don't know i'm all in on it and i've i've enjoyed every single second of it and it hasn't it's faded from my mind a little bit i see what you're saying but um that short gap between when i binged season one and two and when we got the season three screeners like i really really wanted those season three screeners so like i was thinking about it in the sense where i wanted more just like after this season ended i'm like man i just i gotta wait you wanted more yeah yeah it could be better um like what a, yeah go listen Could you to imagine Wonder if there Woman, was a wishing stone and karate kid or cobra kai everybody yeah. would be like going nuts for that 
my next step is like I want it to go full Fast and Furious, where like it just literally goes off the rails. Right. But we're not quite there yet. But I mean, we're getting close, which uh, we should get. But, into but it no, though. I want to quickly want, mention though with yeah. the Fast and Furious thing again because I think it's really important to state this is that in, in terms of what we remember or where kind of things start to blur, it's like with the Fast movies, it's like there are certain things you remember from the franchise. I mean, obviously the first one, there are like goofy things like you know them stealing DVD players and drinking iced coffees and Frappuccino. Things. Things like that. And then like five is the turning point. So that one kind of is very distinct where it's like, you know, it's a it's a heist movie in Rio. And then that's also when The Rock comes into the franchise. But then like you look at six, and six for me is like there are things in that movie I can barely remember, with the exception of like the um the landing strip at the end being just excessively long, right? Where where with Cobra Kai, like the first two seasons, because we watched them so close in succession they kind of kind of they blend together and i think that the thing that i remember the most from season 2 is the ending because the ending is so yeah. strong and just you know so kind of much fun and out there with the karate brawl at uh uh the high school and and you kind of get that feeling that like that's the like the big moment that they were eventually leading up to between Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai at, you know, West Valley High. So um, it's, it's fun to kind of remember that moment, but like there are little moments in there that are, are good, you know, especially with the interpersonal relationships between, you know, characters, the one-on-ones, but it kind of gets forgotten a little bit or kind of blurs together. It's like, Oh, was that in season two or is that in season one? Was that in season three? And how did you feel about watching um, season three after having binged season one and two so close together? Did it live up to the expectations of what you wanted season three to be in comparison to season one and two? Yeah. So let's just get right into it. I mean, so obviously this takes place in the aftermath of that, aforementioned karate brawl eric just brought up so i hope if you're listening to this you've watched season one and two of cobra kai and if you haven't please stop this and go watch it um you know what like i i I really i i dug the season i I remember texting you um after i finished it because i i binged it right away when the screeners got dropped in our our inbox and it took you a few days after that um to watch and i i said that like uh, I feel like a lot of the season is building back up from that big giant finale you were talking about in season two. Like the first two seasons felt like they led to that moment. And there was this this giant thing that happened. I mean, Miguel uh, is in a coma. He injures himself from Robbie at the end of season Robbie's two. Robbie's on the run. And- Robbie's on the run and like everyone's dealing with the aftermath of this karate brawl at this high school. I think it it starts off in a a really interesting spot where the show is it never quite goes to that fast and furious territory where you're like this isn't the real world anymore. <laughs> um because like it kind of is but it's in this weird middle ground of like there are characters that feel like they are in the real world and then there's characters who feel like they're in the karate world to me and it's like the aftermath of this town dealing with this karate brawl feels like it's stuck in between like are we treating this like this actually happened in the real world or is this where we have karate gangs everywhere and this is kind of the everyone loves karate and everyone fights with karate in this universe and, and Amanda I feel like, Russo, I think is the is the perfect example yes. kind of like in the first yeah. two season, seasons she's kind of the voice of reason the one that kind of you know is is looking at Daniel and you know this world from you know an outsider's perspective and saying like look how ridiculous this is you know you have 
you know, a job and a family and responsibilities now. And like, yes, I, I want you to, you know, reconnect with something that you enjoyed as, as, as a teenager, as an adolescent, but you have to also take this into context that, you know, look how ridiculous this is. But in season three, it feels like she's being sucked into the drama, which I like that. Like I like her meta ness in her character. Cause I feel like she is that window to the audience where there are people going, this is so ridiculous. Like this is so silly. And she's constantly been that person who points that out. And I think they, she still does that this season. I like her arc of kind of bringing her into that world a little bit. Um, but I felt like the season kind of was a bit slower or had less, um, giddy or hype moments throughout the entire season. I still think that there are moments where I was like fist pumping in a while on my couch going, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Um, but I think overall it is really dealing with that aftermath of season two. So I felt like it, it was a little bit slower. I feel like a lot of the characters were kind of separated and had to be built back up into these new character arcs that they're doing. Um, I, 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 so I'm, I'm, I'm not mixed on it. I still really, really enjoyed the shit out of it, but I feel like there are certain things in there that I felt like took a while to get going. And I felt like never maybe quite got to the peaks or the highs of season one and two, but I still enjoyed the character beats and the, some of the backstory we get as silly as it is that I probably didn't need a backstory for X character or whatever. Well, you're specifically um, talking about John yeah, Kreese. John Kreese. Yeah. So they give you, yeah, we get John Kreese's backstory and I like them fleshing out, you know, um, the villains and the heroes of this series and giving more and giving closure on different things. But I did feel it was more character focused or uh, relationship focused. But that being said, there are different things that still we were talking about off air that still kind of bothered me. And I'm sort of in the same boat, Eric, where like um, because of the aftermath of season two, you have Miguel who's, you know, recovering from an injury. He's in a coma. Like you, you don't know what's going to happen to him. And then you have Robbie who's on the run and like, you don't get a lot of Robbie in this season. Like I felt like he was kind of just missing for a big chunk of it. And even when, you know, his, his arc comes back into it, it just feels like it's not as prevalent or as uh focused on him which so i was kind of missing a bit of that and where that character kind of goes um and then there's another subplot of um this isn't spoiling anything because it's been shown a little bit but daniel going to japan again and i just felt shot in hawaii uh, well yeah it's shot yes but so was the uh karate kid too so i like them bringing back elements of Karate Kid 2 and I love that the show is continuously looking at that original trilogy and taking moments and either giving you closure or uh, elaborating on different things or bringing moments back in from those movies and I really love that shit because I feel like that's the stuff that what we were talking about earlier that maybe this leaves my mind very quickly or we watched it in such a condensed you know we watched all three seasons in about a week right so I feel like I will do a rewatch of you know, the Karate Kid trilogy and Cobra Kai seasons one through three, probably before season four comes out, because now much like I do with Fast and Furious and Marvel and Star Wars and different things like that, I weirdly putting them in the same boat now. But like I get more out of those movies when I rewatch them in succession, having all the history that I have and the context that I have that I actually enjoy them more and more the more i watch them because they build these silly universes and things like that i just felt like the thing with the car dealership and daniel thing was like kind of lame 
in the way that they get him to go back to Japan. And I'm like, I don't care about his car dealership. Right. I'm sorry. Well, it's also like, laughable that don't... he's trying to convince uh, Diona or Dione, like, which is yeah, Tyone. Yeah, it's a fake. Yeah, and like man. that's yeah. the kind of thing that drives me nuts with you know product placement in films when when it is fictitious and like we 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 want you to think of this specific company, but we can't actually say the name because we don't have the rights or you know the the licensing agreement. But we'll come up with yeah. something that's similar enough that you will know what it is right away. Like that kind of shit drives me nuts like it uh, the joke i remember always talking about it is like you know coke or moke you know that kind of thing like yeah and i hate that shit and i just felt like it was kind of a a lame way to get him back to japan and i just uh i was just gonna say go, but yeah. i also think that this is the strongest season acting wise for ralph macchio i, I agree the stuff that, that takes place in japan i think that there are moments in there that are genuinely felt and emotional that I agree with for that the plot. And, and I do think that the strongest element from this season, like season one and two still is all the stuff with Johnny Lawrence and Miguel. Like all of that yeah. is, is some of the best, like that, those relationships, th- those two guys specifically, I, I just love their relationship. And I like kind of the, I agree the, with that where it builds and where it goes. And like, it feels again, very genuine and sincere, and that's honestly why I enjoyed this season much. I'll let you keep going, Eric, but like, I don't want to sound like I'm down on it. Cause I just felt like there might not have been as mem- many crazy, like fun moments, but I really do those character moments, I think is what, and like what you said, the stuff in Japan with Daniel, as much as I don't like how he got there, I do agree with you that I like everything that kind of happened there. Keep going. Yeah, sorry. no, no, no. I, 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 I think that again, like, I really enjoyed the character work of this season. And and like you said, you know, you have to kind of take the pieces of season two and kind of slowly rebuild because if you continue to have, you know, upping the ante, then you're going to just kind of exhaust the audience to the point where they'll be numb to any action sequence or, you know, standoff or what have you. So you need to kind of earn you know a, a, your 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 place to get there again and and there are moments i mean we're, we're underselling some of the action that is in this there are oh, no, some there really some great fun yeah. action sequences that come out of this season that are memorable and and, and enjoyable but one at a uh, chop shop which is really dope yeah like, yeah and and, and, and again like there's stuff that we can't really talk about but it, it's it's worth the investment to get to those moments but i also really do like the character work in the season like i even love the way that they kind of you know have sam in this kind of situation where she's suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder and specifically like her kind of rivalry with tori and where that goes after the fallout of season two and like that stuff is really really interesting and again kind of a little bit more you know evolved for what you would think that this is show needs Yeah, yeah yeah and 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 again like i think william zapka is just amazing in this role and it's just fun to see him kind of grow as an actor and as the character and i kind of want to see him in more stuff like i actually want to see him like outside of the karate kid and like supporting roles and things like that like he's got something to him that feels perfect for who johnny is now but there there's something also about him that you could see him in like you know like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie in a supporting role or something like that. Like he's, he's got some grizzle to him now that I think makes him an interesting character actor. And like his work, you know, in this show is kind of revelatory in a weird way. Like it, it is so it, I unique. Totally agree, man. 
Yeah, I, I, I love it. He is the, I mean, the show is called Cobra Kai and it always was kind of from his perspective, right? Um, but I just, I, I agree with you that everything with Miguel, just his internal struggles that he goes through with the series with Robbie and with Miguel and, and his relationships and just kind of how his life has kind of turned out. We talked a lot about, about, uh, about this in our season one and two spoiler cast, but I feel like this season also, as much as Daniel has that good arc in Japan and some great emotional moments, this obviously the stuff with Miguel is fantastic. Um, but then just going into his personal life even more, like um, I just feel like this season does a really great job with that element too. And, giving him closure on a lot of the stuff from the original trilogy and in different ways. And I, there's a specific episode that I just think is, uh, is very like, it is not just fan servicey, but just like really gives that character some great emotional moments and, and closure that I just felt like that's what I think this show is so great at. Cause as, as vapid as it might be at times, Eric, like we were talking about, like, I just feel like there are other times where I'm like, man, this show is hitting me in a way where it doesn't need to, but it somehow does. Right. Like I just like, I never thought I'd be emotional or care about these characters as much as I do in a show that's so kind of silly at times as well. But I think that's the genius or, or what's so great about the show is that it can be popcorn entertainment most of the time, but then there are these great character arcs and character moments and, and character development too. Like I still think we're getting more and more from each one of these kids that are at these dojos and they all have their own rivalries that they build on this season. They all have a payoff to all of those. There are some great twists and turns. And I just love how, you know, it's, it's rotating of, of bringing in crease who is the original, you know, bad guy from the first karate kid film. And then his evolution into the ultimate, like super villain in this show, right. Is He's just, the final boss, so, just, so to speak. And then they, and then they honestly give that character some depth and some, and like much like a scene in season two that we talked about where they go and show where he's living and Johnny talks to him and, and stuff like that. Like we get some more of, uh, of Kreese's backstory and we, we can't go into details, but I just, um, I, I was like, Oh my God, they're going there. And like, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm like, I, I was not expecting or needed Kreese's backstory, but like, that's why I'm consistently surprised at this show where I'm like, okay, I didn't think I needed that. But now that I have it, I'm like, it gives more, you know, context and depth to this franchise that and dimension to the character. Right? Yeah. And dimension to the character. And, and I really kind of am, was intrigued by, you know, everything they showed from Kreese's backstory. And then I'm very, very intrigued of where it could go, go next. And, um, I'm trying to make sure that we don't cover uh, anything that we're not uh, supposed to. Yeah, we have a list that we're uh, looking at. But I also do want to – my maybe one of my biggest criticisms of this season that I noticed a lot more is how time kind of plays into this season. But how it kind of is so – like it's so quick, but the way that it jumps – to you know like from the you know the fall to the the winter or like okay so at the beginning of season two with the fallout there are certain characters like we we talked about miguel being in a coma and there's conversation about like whether or not he'll wake up in the first two weeks and how time kind of goes by so quickly in one episode and i understand that you know they're they're it's one season they're they're 10 episodes or so and and you got to squeeze a lot in there, but it almost feels a little kind of bit disorienting at times when you're kind of like, okay, so wait, are we like a month 
you know, from, you know, the, 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 the fight at the school now, or are like, wh- where are we, you know, like in, in yeah, those moments like- and, and, and even with like certain characters and where they end up and where they sort of, you know, come out on the other side, you're kind of thinking like, okay, so how long did that person, how long was that person there? And yeah. it, like, the, those are the kind of things that I was thinking of like, through. and, and I, I know I'm being cryptic with it because I'm just, I'm trying to be careful. But it, it, to me, like that was kind of like one of the biggest kind of like pet peeves I had watching the show because other than like, knowing that like oh you're seeing like you know christmas ornaments and stuff like that that's like the seasonal change because obviously you know california doesn't really it's one season right so you don't really yeah. know what's Cobra going Kai season on three is it a christmas movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, no i agree with you there because uh more i the more i think about it now that you brought it up it, uh, yeah with we talked about daniel going to japan and and things like that and well, like also even um, sam like sam th- i don't think yeah. this is really like a spoiler but sam is suspended in in uh you know for two weeks and then she's back at school you know in the next scene that we see her in and then it's like oh two weeks have gone by and it's just kind of yeah i guess we're just getting the highlights so they like eliminate all the moments where nothing really happens, the mundane elements of their lives where, right. you know, uh, 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 Daniel's just watching Netflix or something at home with his wife or like stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I think I agree with you there. I think the Robbie stuff of him kind of being, um, absent from a lot of the season. Um, and maybe I just have that in my brain that he was, cause like I did watch it very, very quickly. You got to remember that. Like I sat in one sitting and watched it. I, I am excited to go back and, and probably watch all three seasons, um, again, cause they are such an easy watch, but, um, and then like there are, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we'll try to hold off on other things, but like, I, I ultimately like where, how everything kind of comes together this season. And, um, and the places that, uh, the show leaves us in. And I, I, there are moments before that, like Eric said, we aren't trying to downplay that there aren't those like fun karate moments. Cause there are, uh, there's a subplot of in the aftermath that they're going to cancel the all Valley karate championship and they're going to footloose it so as you were talking off. Uh, yeah. There, yeah. Which they is a, a line from the show too, that the, that Daniel says. And, um, so that's kind of what this season is dealing with is that all that aftermath and that like, you know, everyone is against karate now and that they're sc- scared that, you know, all their kids are going to get, you know, injured like Miguel did. And then, um, and then how, you know, crease plays into, uh, into that and how you know daniel and and johnny also play into that so we are being cryptic but i think like it is uh it is really based on those big character moments and and, um and i think they do a great job of you know that core uh five of i mean six i guess if you include crease or seven if you include hawk but um like I like the stuff that they do with Crease and Hawk and Daniel and Samantha and uh, Johnny and Miguel and then Robbie with Daniel well, even and Dimitri. Robbie with Johnny. I, I even like, like that and, stuff. And Dimitri's arc, yeah, he, they continue to kind of evolve Dimitri, and that's the kind of stuff that I, I'm talking about with even even these like you know B and C tier characters or Tori's relationship also with Crease and uh, everyone they kind of expand on and and. Um, I'm just always amazed that they like give each character it's due and they like, cause a lot of times in these shows with these ensembles or, or um, you know, uh, a high school show and stuff like that, like certain characters are just kind of there and they have those fluff characters too, like the cool girls, which I think even them like, 
are kind of interesting like with uh with where they go with their characters but i think if you're in that main ish cast like they do a really good job of just having each of the trio of guys with crease uh johnny and daniel have like really good interactions with like you know and it kind of always crisscrosses and has people have different interactions it's like six with degrees of characters. kevin bacon but with you know those yeah. three characters and it all kind of comes back to them but i do agree with like the the b and c level characters as well like i i actually laughed kind of heartily but in a cringe kind of way with uh uh moon specifically when they're all out on you know uh outside of the the school protesting violence and she yeah. sings you know let's not punch let's go let's go to brunch and it's just yeah like, brunch, like, that's yeah. the kind of stuff you would expect from you know like a a a young hippie type and it's just kind of like those moments they're they're very obvious but they kind of work for the context of the character um but it is also just interesting to look at you know like the supporting characters and how they're kind of being fleshed out but like some you know you know 80s 90s high school-esque shows there are a couple characters in this season that i'm surprised were written out by one line of dialogue you know and that's about it so i don't know i don't think that's a spoiler but um yeah, there are a couple characters that don't return and they have that really kind of sort of cringy thing where they're like, oh, you didn't hear about X person? And I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. I don't think it is. But um, Aisha is not in this season and they just kind of say, oh, well, yeah, no, I know that's I I get it because um, right after probably uh season two paul walter hauser got a little bit bigger right and he started doing more and more movies so i'm assuming that's why uh he didn't come back but i hope stingray makes a return someday (laughs) the return of ray uh, yeah um and that's what i'm excited about in this series because like i'm like at this point we talked about it that like at, at this point they could bring back any character from all four of the movies i wouldn't be surprised if they go into the jaden smith one at some point and like i i just that's what gets me excited about this show and that's the kind of silliness that they make earnest and and emotional that like and that's what a lot of the stuff in japan ties right into karate kid 2 and it's just like i Karate Kid 2, not a great movie. Um, not even probably a good movie. But like I I like the death fight at the end of Karate Kid 2. Um, because I think that's when the series was like, all right, we're gonna go there. Like it's like when Mr. Miyagi's like, this one's for real, Daniel, and then it's a death fight. And I'm like, die, all right, man. we're going there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's awesome. And I'm like, so taking the silliness of Karate Kid 2, but then like there are moments like and how they bring Mr. Miyagi's stuff and they continuously each season have an emotional moment between, you know, Daniel's son and Mr. Miyagi, even though, you know, uh, uh, Pat Morita has, has, has passed away. But like um, they continuously have these emotional moments that, you know, with the spirit of Mr. Miyagi is throughout this entire show. And like um, and it's it's amazing that they've taken Karate Kid 2 and like, you know, uh and, and built upon that and i think that's what's really interesting about a, a segment of this season um well even him going so would, back to that that small village the tommy green yes yeah sort of uh village like like that stuff like it's it's it's, Okinawa, like, yeah, yeah. it's it's obvious where that goes but at the same time i think it is interesting and worth revisiting if they're going to revisit something like that and and again i think that that his relationships in those in those couple of episodes are some of the highlights of this season, just in terms of giving Ralph Macchio 
something that he can, you know, work with, but also kind of finds the heart of who Daniel LaRusso is and kind of reminding us why, you know, we like him as a person because he's also somebody now who's realizing he failed Robbie. And that was one of the complaints I had with last season is that, you know, anytime Robbie made a mistake, you know, Daniel was quick to be judgmental and just automatically snap on him and say like, oh, you're too much like your father. But now he's realizing that, no, well, you know, like I was partly to blame here. It's not just this kid because, you know, like it's, it's all about what you teach and train and, and just being there for somebody and supporting them. And, you know, he wasn't there completely invested wise. So, um, yeah, I think like a lot no, of that I- stuff really works and there's a really touching moment in, in the second episode that I think, you know, a lot of people will, especially fans of, um, you know, the series the and the franchise will really, really like, and it, and it kind of, again, earns more emotion than what you'd expect a series like exactly. would. And I'm, I'm excited to see how they play in the rest of the franchise into the series. Cause I think they'll continue to do that. Um, we'll wrap it up there, but uh, ultimately my, my final thoughts is that it was a, a very satisfying, um, season built on good character moments. And, um, I think it leads to a, a, a another fun finale. Maybe it doesn't reach quite the highs of the season two finale, but I feel like ultimately where the season ends up i'm like hell yeah i'm all in on season four um there are certain little nuggets that i want to talk about with eric off off after this and 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 talk about the thing uh different things and then we'll come back and do a spoiler cast in in probably a week or so or 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 more but um ultimately really enjoyed it um i i i still would give it probably a I uh four out of five this season. I'm also going to give it a four out of five. I think again, like I I gave the first two seasons four out of five, but I think what I really liked about this season was the, the rich character stuff. And I think that that really makes it. And and like you said, it leaves you wanting more in a good way because it is making you anticipate when season four, you know, is, is released. And that's a, 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 a hard thing to do, especially when you have something like this, that when you're watching it, you kind of feel like, oh, I got my fill of it when, you know, I'm watching, you know, four hours of this, you know, series, or if you're watching like a film, like again, Fast and Furious, you watch the movie, you kind of enjoy it for what it is. You're exhausted. You're like, okay, I can wait a couple of years for the next one where this it's like, like the end of each episode, the way that it ends, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm ready now for season I'm four. Ready. Yeah, I know. So the wait is going to be, um, difficult, but, um, yeah, I, I'm all in, I'm excited for season four. Um, and I don't think it ever really feels cheap. Like, I feel like we get a good character arc this season that is building towards a bigger season four, but I feel like the show kind of needed that after the season two finale. So even though I'm like, okay, it didn't feel as, you know, uh high as the first two seasons i feel like this was a a necessary kind of build everything back up to lead to a a, another thing and then that's why i really liked it with those character beats so uh super enjoyable i definitely think you guys should check it out if you're a fan of the franchise or uh, cobra kai seasons one and two i think you will be uh thoroughly satisfied and like eric said you'll be just wanting more by the end of it and um i will say i was talking to my friend mike months uh yesterday shout out to mike uh, and Mike's like, oh, I, I didn't know you're like, I saw all your 
Cobra Kai tweets and I, I'm so excited that you like it because I really like it too. And then I told him, I'm like, oh yeah, I watched all the Karate Kid movies like two weekends ago and then I got super into it. He's like, yeah, I don't think I've seen any of the Karate Kid movies. And I'm like, Mike, if you love Cobra Kai, you got to go back and watch them. You'll get so much more out of it. I'm like, I can't believe like, he's like, well, they show like the flashbacks in the show and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but come on, especially with this season and everything. I'm like, you got to go back and watch Karate Kid 1 to 3. Yeah, it'd be like watching you... Rocky Balboa without all the other Rocky yeah. movies and not having that sad a good movie, yeah, but you'll it, get so much more. Exactly. And it, and it is like I almost wish that there were more Karate Kid movies weirdly because like then yeah. they could take more like uh, from the quote unquote mythology. I mean, it's the same film over and over again, but like, I feel like the fast and furious could eventually become a TV series like this. And like the yeah. stuff that they could play with in the context of, you know, like nine, 10 movies is going to be amazing. And I, and I almost just wish that the karate kid had some of that had more to, con- more to reach. Yeah. from. But then, and, or like uh, they had I- another, like, I would not be surprised if at like some point they're like, you know what, we're either going to do a spinoff series, or we're going to do something where we connect another universe like what else do we have in the the sony netflix canon that we can license that is similar in style or something like that yeah for me it would be like i could see them even uh casting people to be younger versions of them and show that what you know what happened after karate kid four or something too but i don't know if they would even go there but like um I don't know. I'm just excited for season four. Uh, I'm going to, we'll talk more on the spoiler cast, what we think that might be or what could come out of season three, but uh, definitely go check it out. Wonderful start to 2021. Just a really fun show that I'm sure you'll binge in like a day or two. Cause it's very, very easy to watch. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, if you want, we have some more reviews up on this channel right now. We have uh, reviews up for uh, Disney Pixar soul, which is streaming on Disney plus, uh, Eric, what else do we got right now? Uh, well, uh, News of the World, which is the yeah. new Tom Hanks, Paul Greengrass uh, Western that reunites the two. Um, we have Monster Hunter, which is not very good, um, but it's there. It's 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 uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Obviously, we talked about uh, uh, we got some. Oh, I skipped over uh, Mank, some David Fincher action, and we'll have some more. Did stuff it stank or was it dank? Mank. Uh, well. Uh, on, over on the Untitled Movie Podcast, would love for you guys to go subscribe to that channel. We'll be doing our uh, best films of the year episode very, very soon. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, Eric and I are putting together our lists right now. We're going to do an in- individual top 10 as well as a combined top 20, um, which will have a lot of crossover, but also some extra stuff, um, as well as we might do a TV show list, which cobra kai technically won't be on because it's a 2021 show so right but um, let's be honest i think if we were to combine the lists of of everything together the last dance would be the best thing of 2020 yeah it's great yeah uh as well as untitled movie conversations we'll get that back up and rolling in the new year but right now we have three great conversations that you guys can check out uh with joey magison from awards radar we talk about oscar season and a lot of those movies that are coming out you know this month and into the new year 
um, as well as uh, conversations with Joey Noel and Nick Scarpino of Kind of Funny. I think we do talk about Karate Kid and Cobra Kai a little bit in our conversation with Nick. Yeah, and uh, we because- will have a uh, review for Promising Young Woman coming up on January yeah, 8th with Joey. with Joey. So that's something to definitely uh, look forward to. Yeah, Joey Noel. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have that coming up very, very soon. Uh, please drop us a review uh, or, or rating on uh, that trilogy of podcasts if you guys would be so kind. Follow us on all of those social medias at untitled underscore cast and as always my name is matt Rohrbeck, and you can find more of my work around the internet but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com and you can follow me on all of those social medias at matt Rohrbeck. i'm usually bumming around twitter and letterboxd and i'm eric march and you can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinema scene and i'm on the social medias at em6211 until next time let's kick 2020 to the curb <laughs>